I strongly believe that um, you should not try to rationalize things too much. If your instinct, intuition, guts tell you it's good or not good, trust it. Good afternoon, Hrit. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. The sun is shining and I'm meeting you. Perfect day. What a lovely day. What a lovely day. Now, these are special times, Corona times. Of course, I have to ask because otherwise we would meeting each other in a physical area. Um, How, what do you think about this Corona thing? How you're dealing with it? Well, actually, uh, maybe it sounds strange for a lot of people, but I'm, I'm actually kind of enjoying it because, um, and I hear it, different people saying it, but we have to slow down and I like to use this time to slow down. It's also a special time because uh, we decided to stop our business, our business boost event business. So this is a great opportunity actually to to really reflect on what's the next step and what better than in Corona times. I mean, the, the weather is nice. Everybody's slowing down. It's an ideal time really. So for me, actually, I believe that I'm going to look back later and say, oh my God, that was a great, a great time. You, you're, you're very successful with uh, Business Boost, helping other entrepreneurs um, by building their personal brands and also help them to sell. What do you think is going to be the impact on those entrepreneurs after Corona? Do you think that they have to, they will have to do things differently? That's, or do you think the old normal is going to be the same normal after Corona? Well, I'm not sure, but I'm, I, I believe that it depends on the, on the people and their businesses, of course, but also on the people themselves. I mean, um, I strongly believe that people will view things in a different way. I mean, this is the third week. Mm. I think the third week. It seems like third, uh, the third month or something. But I, I really think that people have slowed down, uh, have slowed down and, uh, and start looking at things differently. They are questioning, okay, is this what I want? Is this business what I want? Are my clients the clients that I want? Is this life, the life that I want, etc. And that means that, well, that, I believe that that means that people will see things differently after the corona period. Yeah. And do you think it will have an impact on selling in general? Yeah, well, for some, for some, there won't be a difference. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people will just go back to the old business, old way of doing. Some, be, some people just like the old, old way, and mm-hmm. that's good. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there's also a lot of people who will, yeah, see things differently. Um, I, al- I already, and you see that too, I already see a, um, like a, a, tr- a trend uh, of more in-depth selling yeah. in their business doing, more uh, mindful business doing even, um, more 
connective selling. Yeah. And um, I hope that that will be a trend that we will see continue and yeah. that it will become more and more the, the standard and yeah. not the old fashioned way of selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this saying, people buy from, uh, from people. Um, but it's, it's kind of a hollow saying if you don't really look at it more in depth. And I mean, people buy from people, real people. And if you show the real Peter or the real Kate or whoever, that's what people resonate with. And um, that means that all your flaws, all your successes, but also your flaws and your failures and, and all the difficulties you've went through or you're going through, just be honest about it and, and you, you will feel that connection. Yeah. It will scare away also some other people. I've seen that lately. But the right people will connect with that and will do business with, uh, with you just because of that. And certainly in our case, where I, for in my case, where I'm selling services, where I'm selling myself uh, and my knowledge to other people, then it's, it's clear that people have to uh, connect with me and I want to connect with them especially yeah. if, if, gonna, if I'm going to work one-on-one -on -one or even in small groups with these people I really want to have a connection with these people it's very difficult to um, to sell but also to work with people with whom you you have no connection at all yeah that's the same uh, for me yeah, I had it even when I was in a human uh, resources interim manager back in the day and I had a new assignment with new people I had to get to know and new new managers and new uh, CEOs, etc. And I really loved it when the most difficult manager at the end of my assignment said, oh my God, you were a pain in the ass, um, but now I, I found out that you are really great and I'm going to miss you or something. Uh, you did a great job here in this, com in this company uh, because you stayed who you are. And, and, and that's important. And in our company, I had that in different, um, different occasions, really. That people said, well, in our company, everybody is just following the masses because that's what corporate is saying that we have to do and you just uh, are different. And uh, in, in the beginning, I found that really difficult, but now I see that it was really a very strong point. And I'm, I'm glad that I've met you. Isn't yes, that yes, a compliment? Yes, yes. Now, the, the HR interim management, um, that was the first thing you did after you graduated? <laughs> oh no, my first, my first uh, job was in, in uh, IT. Okay. Yeah. Um, as an employee? As an employee, yes, 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 yes. I, I graduated Handelsingenieur, a commercial engineer. Uh, so you, you know everything and nothing. And I, I surely didn't know anything about IT. And I said, okay, this is booming. This is an area that I have to learn or an area where I want to work in because I don't know anything about it. And I know it is the future. It is important. So I started in IT, but there was a reason why I didn't know anything about it. I really didn't like it at all. But that was my first shock in IT, really. But what did you do there? Was it HR? No, 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 not at all. It was, it, it was IT, analyst, programmer. And, uh, and actually, okay. uh, in, in the beginning, it was kind of debugging and testing and, mm -hmm. and stuff. But fortunately, there was an, a project that we were working on with a, with a big company. I was also outsourced. 
um, and uh, there was this possibility to give training to the people um, about a new software that we were implementing, that we were building and implementing in that company. So when they were looking for somebody to give the training, even though the system did not work at all, I was the first one to say, yeah, 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 because I didn't feel like staying behind my desk all the testing and doing all that debugging stuff and and so that I didn't stay really long in IT as such I, I quickly got the chance or took the chance to to become a trainer and uh, and that was the whole a trainer as an entrepreneur hmm? a trainer as an entrepreneur or still as an employee still as an employee I've and now I've been an entrepreneur for I think it's uh, my 10th year now but um, but what triggered you to become an entrepreneur uh, when I um, was actually more by uh, a coincidence, I was an interim manager for a couple of years in human resources. I did great assignments. And then one day I kind of felt like, okay, been there, seen that, done that. Next time when my clients uh, call me to do an assignment, instead of doing it myself, I'm going to find the right freelancer to do the assignment. And that's when I started my first company. Okay. So before that, I was an interim manager on payroll, on the yeah. payroll of another company. But then I decided, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore myself. I'm going to create a company where I can work with freelancers specialized in human resources. And I'm going to outsource them to, um, to my clients. And that's my first... Um, my was, first there, was there a specific trigger or event that made you jump? Maybe maybe your parents or your environment or all entrepreneurs or something? Uh... No, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> On the contrary. It was just a feeling. Um, when I look back at the most important decisions in my life, I never really thought about it thoroughly. I did not use my analytical brain to see, okay, what are the pros and the cons? I did that later on. But the most important decisions in my life we're, all, uh, we're always based on gut feeling. No. I'm gonna, I have to do this. I know I have to do this. And I'm going to do this. Um, and then afterwards, of course, you start rationalizing things. Okay, the pros and the cons. But the decision must be itself. Boom. And so, yeah, it was just a coincidence. I was, I was uh, actually, it was a meeting that I had in that other company. And it was a really boring meeting. And I said, what am I doing here? I can do things with my time uh, that are more valuable than wasting my time here. Then I had lunch with a friend and she was very inspiring. And I said, boom, let's do this. Okay. Now, as an entrepreneur, then you were really confronted with the fact that you had to sell your services. Yes. And if you look back at that time, what, were, what was your perception of selling? Like most people, you think it's oh, sleazy, dirty, oh, I, don't, I don't like it, or... Or it was what was something that you said, yeah, it's part of the job because I'm now a free bird and I have to do it to get my clients in. Yeah, I remember the first the first uh, business that I started was actually with a, with another uh, friend of mine, and we were discussing the, the job title, what we'll say on this business card. Oh yeah, maybe key account manager or. Uh, whatever and then i said no 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 sales oh what the idea i didn't want to be perceived as a sales so back in the day i i, I thought that it was a, 
with not a, a pretty role or not a pretty role title, which is of course pretty um, ridiculous when I look at it now. But back in the day, I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm not a salesperson. I'm just looking for the right freelance interim manager for my clients, and and that's no sales. <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? Um, because I was doing sales. Actually, you always are selling stuff, things, ideas, whatever. People think, people think they don't have to sell, but everybody is selling. They just don't know it or not aware of it. Yeah. I think that influencing might uh, sometimes be a, 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 an interesting other word. Uh, a euphemism maybe for selling. If you don't like selling, just say influencing. If you uh, like that, now that's that's an interesting one. What is your definition or the difference between marketing and sales? Because there's a lot of confusion about that. What 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 do you think is the difference between the two? Marketing is much more important, <laughs> but that's because I'm a marketing lady. Um, yeah, 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 but but why why is that more important? Oh, selling is easy. Because if marketing does its job uh, well, then, mar then selling is easy. Okay. Marketing is doing all the preparation. <laughs> and selling is just, okay, so you put in soccer, eh? marketing is like eh, putting the ball just in front of the goal and then sales just has to... <laughs> to okay. uh, well, what, what, is, what is then marketing for you? Is it then creating a website, thinking about the positioning, think about... Uh, now, I don't know what, what... Uh, marketing has everything to do to, uh, with creating um, awareness with your target audience that one you exist to that you have uh, great stuff stuff to sell or to offer uh, and that you're the and three that you're the best person um, to to buy from uh, yeah. that's really uh, very quickly how I see things. And that's uh, that if you are able to position yourself very well and if you are able to create that awareness, if you are able to position yourself as the expert in your field with the best products in your field and people believe it, the right people believe it, then selling is actually easy. And that is why for me, um, I, I like to... Um, to put a lot of emphasis on that first part on marketing, uh, which does not mean that selling is easy, of course, but if yeah, yeah. the first part is done correctly, then, um, then, the, then the second part of the selling should be pretty easy. And do you think that's the explanation why a lot of entrepreneurs, especially solo entrepreneurs are struggling to find or attract new customers? They think, um, I'm going to learn to sell and then that's the magic was because actually I've forgotten to really invest and take time uh, to really uh, create a foundation of the marketing but I think it's it's actually there's different aspects there some some there are some entrepreneurs who say um, are very good at marketing and branding really but they forget to sell I uh, work with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs who are, who are pretty good in branding themselves, blogging and, and uh, having nice quotes on, on the internet and positioning themselves, etc. Pretty, pretty good. But then they forget to sell something. They don't have an offer and they know, don't know how to sell. 
So that's a, that's a difficulty that I see with lots of uh, entrepreneurs. And then there's, also, of course, also the entrepreneurs who never invest in a proper positioning in a pop, proper personal branding or branding of their company. And, uh, and that makes it difficult because then, then you might have to start uh, cold calling and yeah, and, yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's a lousy job. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I follow you. Now, very easy question. Do you think that, uh, I, I feel a lot of resistance of people who want to sell. Do you think it's easy, to, well, it's easy, that everybody is capable of learning how to sell? Yeah, of course. I learned it. <laughs> and, and how did you learn it? By doing it? By, by reading books? How, by, by taking classes? How did you learn well, the three, I mean, the three, by, and, uh, and I had a good mentor, and, um, and uh, I learned from, from some good people, and, uh, and, and it's by doing it, and, and, and reading books, and, 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 and attending these classes, etc., but it's really a combination. You can, you can learn everything uh, if you really want to. I mean, you, you learn how to sing, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's a common joke with uh, with my clients now. I, I always say it to my um, to my clients: you can learn everything if you really want to, um, but you have to put your mind to it and you have to dedicate time and effort. But if you do that and you really want it, you are able to do everything. I think. And so yeah, you can learn how to sell. Everybody can learn how to sell, and it doesn't. And if you do it in a, in a right way, the way you teach it in your videos, doesn't, it's not sleazy at all. It's really no. helping other people um, achieving their goals, um, getting rid of their problems. How great is that? Helping. Yeah, that's the reaction that you gave on the first episode. You said that everybody has a gift. And it's actually a, you're doing a disadvantage or a disservice to the people not selling your service or the gift that you have. Because, yeah, I'm also convinced that everybody has something and that there are people are begging to buy that thing of service or whatever from you. Um, but, yeah, you have to show up and tell your story and connect. And then people are going to buy. And I find it a pity that people are, yeah, think it's it's um, yeah, something bad based on beliefs created by popular media and and movies. Everybody thinks that selling is like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, eh? shouting at the telephone and 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 talking fast. But that has nothing to do with it. I mean, does it work? Yes, it works sometimes. But yeah, that's another style. I mean, it's not your style nor is it mine so yeah, yeah. well on, on, on the style do you do you did you went to the different techniques like solution selling value creation selling challenger selling well I, I did not really go into that in detail in the different types i just searched for a way that that suited me and and and, and my approach um, and that's a connective selling kind of sales. It's more like having a good conversation with somebody, but in a little bit more structured and result-oriented way. But like a coaching conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. problem? Okay, how can I help you, etc. 
and that's that's how I how I, how I uh, learned it. And uh, I don't know all the definitions of sales. I'm, no, I'm not a sales no. specialist, really. So, um, well, actually, it doesn't matter because it's. Um, I mean, if you think you can hide behind a certain technique, you will be so caught up in your head, and you're getting it in your own way and then you cannot connect with the other person. And for me, that's the first thing. I mean, just focus on engaging with somebody else and the rest will follow. If you really engage and connect with somebody else by asking questions, like what you do with a friend. Now I'm going to switch. What are actually role models that you look up and look up to? Um, and, it, and it just, it doesn't have to be sales. Eh? Just role models that you think he, she, is uh, a guiding light for you uh, or is inspired? Well, one of my favorite, uh, it's not a guru, I mean, but one of my favorite, how do you say that, influencers is, uh, is Brandon Bouchard. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of them, but Brandon Bouchard is the guy I uh, really look up to when it, uh, when it comes to um, marketing and performance management that those areas and then the other the other person um, who passed away a couple of years ago is Wayne Dyer Wayne Dyer it's more in the, into the spiritual mindset side and um, yeah. more spiritual kind of guy but he didn't start Wayne Dyer he didn't start by his esoteric uh, no not more... at all his, his, his earlier work is really easy to read i love his er uh, earlier work actually and and i've uh, bought one of his books um erroneous zones yeah i i, I bought a uh, i think 20 copies of it and i i give it to people it's because it's some it's a book that everybody should read and it's not a difficult book really and it's it's actually quite funny too yeah it's a great, I, great, I great. I like book. humor in it. Uh, yeah. A friend of mine said that it's not at all humorous, but anyway, that may, maybe that's my kind of humor. But anyway, yeah. He was actually an addict eh? because I remember he was selling his books from his car. Eh? Mm -hmm. He was really uh, addicted to alcohol and selling books. And then later on, he became yeah, famous. I don't know when he became famous, but uh... okay. Um... What are, what are the books you're reading right now? Oh, I read a lot of books. Actually, I, I don't only read books, but I also um, listen. listen a lot to uh, books. And now with the corona crisis, I'm not in my car uh, that often. Yeah. But uh, the last book I was uh, listening to um, is the one from... Uh, somebody said I should read it, and it's the, the latest from... Uh, Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. She's she's also coming to Las Vegas, and I said, okay, I have to get to know her a little bit better. And and it's a fun book. It's a little bit like the earlier work of Wayne Dyer. Everything is figure outable. So it's a no nonsense book, um, and it's something like it's actually everything is just fine. Even in these days, life is just fine. And it's actually the way it, I hope it is supposed to be. And, and that's, that's fine and be okay with it. And if you have a problem, there's always a, a, a way to figure it out. You, you can always find a way or a person to, 
to find a solution to the problem. So every 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 problem is figureoutable, she says. Okay. And then there's quite a lot of examples there. It, it sounds okay. really it sounds really Eckhart Tolle to me. It's really about yeah, the here and now. This, that's another level. Huh? Yeah, I know, but it sounds <laughs> it, it goes in that direction. Yeah, but it's 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 a fun book. I mean, um, and if you if you're gonna read it, you're gonna have I, I think the same um, reaction as I do. Oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, okay, oh, familiar. Oh yeah, that's that story. So it's really familiar for us. Um, but it's a nice book. It's a nice book, and uh, and and. And really, it's all about don't worry, don't worry. Things are gonna turn out just fine. That's my idea. Come to it. Yes, <laughs> everything's gonna be alright in the end. And if it's not alright, it's not the end. It's not the end. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, when when you when is when are you going to launch your first book? My first book. Yeah. yeah. In uh, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already attended a course, How to Write Your Book in 28 Days. That was in, in 2014. I, uh, and I was really, I had the idea, I'm going to launch that, uh, I'm going to write a book about personal branding. But instead of um, writing the book about personal branding, I created the second company on okay. personal branding. And I think that's better. So maybe my, my next book, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm wondering, is that the best use of my time, money, and energy? You're not I'm feeling not sure it 100%. Yeah. You're not feeling it 100% yet, that book. Oh, I've got lots of ideas, etc. but we only have 24 hours in a day. And as you know, I don't want to work 24 hours in a day. I, I, I'm a kind of lazy person, so I want to work very efficiently, effectively, and I want to be very, very clear with what I do with my time. And then if there's, there's several opportunities, writing a book, launching a new um, online program, or maybe launching a new business or a podcast or whatever, and then, and then I'm going to have to decide, okay, which one is the best use of my time, money, and energy? And there's another a couple of other um, things that I'm going to measure to see, okay, am I going to do this, 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 or this? You can't do everything at the same time. No, no, no. But how do you measure that? How do you measure that? Do you measure that in terms of output of money or do you measure that in terms of what brings me joy or positive energy? Well, a combination, really. So um, if, what, what I, and it's an exercise that I do with my clients also, yeah, what I think is important is to look at what is important to you, a couple of your values, and then you've got some rational metrics. Like, for instance, um, okay, in the short term, what's, what's the gain in the short term? What's the gain in the, in the long term? Um, what's the benefit um, for, the, for the society, maybe, if that is important to you? Yeah. What's, um, what's it... Uh, will I learn? Will I grow when I do this? Yeah. Um, and, and there's several things that, that I, a couple of five or six of these metrics, and then you, you just give, a, give it a score. And so maybe that book, I will grow. I'm certain of that. Um, in the long term, if I use it well as a marketing instrument, not as, as, as to sell as such, then it's also going to... Uh, get me some money in the long term. Question is, um, 
if I compare that with other uh, things, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have to. I should do my own exercise. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and for the moment, I think um, I have to focus, especially now because my business suddenly stopped, and I have to to launch a new business um, because. Uh, yeah, we have to earn some money. And I yeah. think that a book is not the easiest, fastest way to earn money. It's good. It's a perfect personal branding instrument, but it's not the the best way to earn money fast. Okay. Yeah. Now you're you're in, in a kind of how you say that self-reflection time right now, if I can summarize it like that. Um, but it's not the first time, and it's the same with me, that you actually are and have reinvented yourself. Um, if you look back in your life, when was a kind of an event that triggered you to really say, I want to let go of that old identity of Reed and build a new one? What, what, what Was there a specific event that happened in your life that triggered that? Oh, yeah, of course, uh, of course. Um, one of the major events in my life, it's a small event, but it, it, it triggered a lot of things, was actually um, a long time ago when I had a big fight with my uh, father and, uh, and sister. So that's what was when I was, I don't know, 20 years old or something, or can't remember, uh, or maybe a little bit younger. Um, and I used to be a very negative person, uh, somebody who was always, yeah, who was not looking at things on the bright side. It was always complaining and blaming people and everything was bad. And um, I was sighing. Also. <sighs> everything was like that in my life. Or, and and that's, that was a perception that I gave to people. And I really was no fun to be with. And that's what my, my father and my sister said to me um, during that raw they, they said to me, well, you're actually really pain in your ass. Well, they didn't say that, okay. like that but that was the message. You're, you're really no fun to be with. You're always complaining and blaming, etc. And the, the thing is, I wasn't even aware of that. Okay. Me, yeah, life was just like that. And it's the first time that somebody had the, the guts to put a mirror in my face and say, this is who you are and you're no, okay. fun, no fun to be with. And that's the day that I decided I don't want to be like that because those two people were the most important people in my life. I love them and I still love them uh, with all my heart. And they just told me that they didn't love me. That's not what they said. They did love me because otherwise they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't have uh, taken the time even or uh, uh, the effort to, to put that mirror in my face. But anyway, that was for me a big, big lesson. And that day I decided I don't want to be that negative person anymore. I don't want to be that introverted uh, person anymore. I don't want to be that uh, that person who's complaining and blaming and, uh, and everything. I'm going to change that. And I completely, totally changed myself. How did you do that? Years, eh? Yeah, how did you do that? I mean, you decide for yourself. How did you do that? Do you, do you I don't went to a coach or something or, or no, search no, new no. people? Uh, I didn't didn't know that there were coaches back in the day. There was no internet, and I didn't even go to the library. I, th I always say I think I, I must have had some angel on my shoulder or something. 
who was uh, there to help me. I just did it common common sense, really. If everything that when uh, every time there was a negative thought or when I wanted to say something negative, I, cha I changed it into yeah. something positive. Okay. Awareness. Simple thing, really. Yeah. That's really awareness. Eh? That's that's. That's a, that's a lot of people are not aware that it's really a muscle eh? that the thoughts you are aware of it, you monitor it and then you change it to another thought. And if you keep doing that, the, 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 the neuron transmitters in your, in your head will change to a, a, a more positive. Yeah, it's, and it's of course work in progress. And, and yeah. I, I, I admit I sometimes have my bad days too, but not even my bad days, my bad moments. Yeah. But, but it's, it's these little things. Um, I did this breath, uh, I, 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 uh, because I, I really had an, uh, how do you say that, an thick, uh, yes. I really was sighing a lot of the time. So, so you, you were breathing from here, like a lot of people. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and I really like, like, oh my God, this is boring. And this was the, the, the perception that I gave. So I, I did a lot of breath work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then fake it until you make it. Huh? And I put a, a smile on my face and then I, and I pretended like I own the world. Not, not like uh, I, I really am the best in the world, but I'm happy and I'm happy with me. I'm happy with the world. And look at me. You can, you can see me. Well, that's that was fake it until you make it. Huh? Yeah. Because I really did not feel uh, confident or whatever. Yeah. But that's actually what Brandon and Tony Robbins are saying, eh? really change your physical state and then your mental state will also change. Eh? But that, yeah, that's true. I mean, you've got your, uh, your, you've got your convictions and then you've got your feelings and then you've got your actions and results. And that there's this circle. I wasn't aware of it. It's later that I saw what this circle is all about. And then I said, oh my God, now I remember when I was young, apparently, I worked on, on two aspects first on the beliefs and convictions, I mean, the beliefs and the negative thoughts, etc., and beliefs and thoughts. And then the second one is the acting, uh, act, yep. act differently. And that works. It works. It takes a lot of effort and time, maybe, but it works. It really works. And can you now say for yourself that you are an extroverted person or you don't categorize yourself? Or, or label yourself with something? Ambivert. <laughs> Ambivert, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, a, a lot of people will laugh at it when I say I'm an introverted person. They don't believe me. I think it's both, really. I like being with people. Um, I like being on a stage and um, give training to a, a large group of, uh, of people. Um, but on the other hand, I like to work on by, and be my myself also. So I think it's really both. Now, within 10 years, who is Reed Bunnis? Um, good, good question. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, today I feel I am a very happy person. Even though the the times are challenging, I I feel so grateful and so happy with the life I have, and in ten years from now that won't have changed. So I still want to be that um, happy, grateful person. I always say when I am 
old, I want to be that, um, that old, wise, and funny person, woman. <laughs> and that's it. I'm going to be a little bit more wiser. I'm already funny, <laughs> if I say so myself. <laughs> With my own kind of humor, I'm already funny, so uh, so I just uh, I'm gonna be a little bit more wiser, I guess. So, uh, but I don't think that a lot of what will have changed. I will have grown, of course, because I grow every day. Uh, I laugh every day, and and yeah, that it's, I'm I'm just gonna become the better version of of myself every day, uh, every day after every day. With gray hair. With, but who will say? I don't know. My my father nor my mother have grey hair, so okay. Yeah. But they have hair. But they have hair. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> if if you would go back in time with the DeLorean and Back to the Future, and you were eighteen and you got to meet your eighteen-year-old Herit Bunnis, what are the five? The, what are the three things that you would say? Advice. Listen, girl. These are the three most important lessons that I learned, do them, don't make the same mistakes again. These are the three. What would you say to yourself? Believe in yourself. That's the first one. Believe in yourself. You can do it. Um, you are loved. And uh, a mistake that I made, just listen to your heart and your guts. I strongly believe that... Um, you should not try to rationalize things too much. If your instincts, intuition, guts tell you it's good or not good, trust it. So you actually, can, you, can, can I summarize that, that the biggest lesson or the biggest failure that you had in life was that you lived too much from your head and took decisions from your head? Well, I've, I don't feel like I had a lot of failures. That's a good or even and if I had I forgot them <laughs> they, they, you see them as lessons that's what you mean yeah but it's it's really um, it, if I made mistakes in the past it's uh, because I didn't listen to my gut okay and the best decisions I made in life was when I listened to my gut to my heart but you are grateful for these mistakes because I mean if I look at myself the biggest lessons that I learned was actually a result of the yeah the negative times or the the struggles or the the fuck ups of the failures or the mistakes and i'm actually afterwards afterwards i see them as a gift it would not yeah, make me the person that i am yeah sure and that's why i don't see it as a failure and that's why i have difficulty saying okay i, I failed at this or this it's it's always a gift like for instance today i'm i'm actually pretty sad that um, business boost event is going to stop. Um, I, I'm really sad about that. But and why? Why is it? Is it? Is it because it gives you certainty? Because it, you like the contact of the formula? Why does it make you sad? Because it was a great concept, and we had a lot of fun, and we did great things, and we have a great community, and and the. The thing that makes me sad is that I have to let it go, mm -hmm. that, that it's going to end. But deep down, I, I know that it was wonderful. I don't have bad recollections of, of no. all this. And it was a wonderful time. And 
I will stay in contact with the people who want to stay in contact too. I mean, I never give up on people, never. Uh, if, if you wish to be in contact with me, we keep in touch forever. Uh, so uh, so it's, it, it's not really ending and it will stay in my heart forever. It's like the quote of Winnie the Pooh, if there ever comes a day where we cannot be together, keep me in your heart, I will stay there forever. I think yeah. it's such a lovely quote. And that's what's going to happen. Um, but with good memories remain, and I, I have learned so much from that period. It's just, yeah, it's, it's one chapter is, or a book is over, and then I'm going to start a new book, and it's always, oh, it was such a good book, uh, I want to reread it, or whatever, but it's over. And I'm going to start something new, and it's going to be better, and it's going to be fun, and I'm going to grow again, and I'm sure of it. But still, it's oh, it's sad. Okay, this is what. What is going to be different? I mean, maybe not better, but different. Oh, it's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were. I can now speak in the past. Very successful with the business boost event. Now. What's next? You can give me the answer. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm today, and uh, that's why I also like uh, this Cajon uh, uh, period, really. I, I'm giving myself the gift of taking the time to reflect uh, upon everything. I don't want to rush into things. I'm not, I'm not going to, okay, I'm good at personal branding, and I could easily... Uh, make some kind of uh, online training, sell it on the internet, and possibly it will um, it will sell. But I don't want to do that. I want to take the time to really reflect and um, and take the time to to figure out what is the best next step. And I'm not. I don't know yet. Uh, I've got some clues. I think I. I will work with other people again. I don't like working on my own. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure that it's, it will be with other people. Okay. But what and where and how and blah, blah. Mm. we'll see. Yeah, you just put out seed in the universe and the rest will be manifested by itself, of course. Yeah, eh? it's a strange thing. If you, are, if you would have put me in that position a couple of years ago, I would be stressed out and I would have my panic attacks maybe and then say, okay, I have to do something. I have to create a Facebook page and my website and I have to contact everybody. And now I'm just, yeah, for some strange reason, I'm really, I know that things will turn out just fine. It's like what uh, Wayne Dyer says, it's not a belief, it's a no. So I know it's going to turn out fine. Because I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be... Because you, have, because you have faith. And this is a, a term that I find yeah, perfect because I don't know the exact term in, in Dutch, but faith, I think it's not like trust, but it's really it's a, a sense that you know that everything's going to be fine and mm. it will be there for you. Okay. Um, And do you, I mean, there is social, especially in these Corona times, I mean, you can do two things. You can consume things or you can create things. And I know eh, you're not going to create any, anything new, but how do you do that, that self-reflection? I mean, you can waste 
your time with watching YouTube or, or, or I don't know, social media or Netflix or something. How, how do you do that self, that self-reflection? Are you using some kind of medita- meditation or mindfulness or are you going to walk into nature or are you going to use some kind of, I don't know, um, coaching principles or, or, or formulas or something, or are you just going to, I don't know, is, well, is there it's something? It's all very intuitive. I mean, yes, I go, uh, I walk my dogs um, every day and normally it's, it's not, it's, it's 10 or 20 minutes and now it's long walks. That's one thing. Second, I talk to people. I mean, third thing is indeed I, uh, well, actually I've, I've got a lot of online uh, courses that I bought and I've already uh, went through. And I'm going to do that again. And I'm sure that there's going to be inspiration here and there. And then the last thing indeed is, uh, is meditation. Um, I'm very grateful that I, I finally learned how to meditate. There's no learning about it, but I never took the time to do okay. it. And is this a specific, uh, what is it? Is a, is a mindfulness, vipassana meditation, is a meditation? What is it? What are you oh, doing? But it's all kinds of uh, stuff. Um, now there's this, at this moment, this Jay Shetty has yeah. his 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, he, and it's every, every, every technique or a technique. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. And I like it when it's guided. So for me, uh, that, that's a good thing uh, during the day that I have something guided. But sometimes just before this uh, interview, I, uh, I just was very mindful and I've got these uh, four words that are very important to me. It's serve, love, fun and trust. So I, and I, I, I really took the time to, to meditate on these four words with regards to this interview, for instance. So yeah. how can I serve the audience? How can I yeah. trust that everything's going to be fine? How can I have fun? Just like a lot. And... Uh, and how can I uh, put love in this uh, in this interview? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's 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 not really one kind of meditation, uh, yeah. but it's taking the time, and that's and I never took the time off. But it, uh, I, I've been meditating for a year or something now. I think it's, and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Well, the big CEOs of the the Fortune 500 companies, everybody, well, a lot of them are meditating. So it's not really the hippie car, yeah, yeah, la 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 stuff. No, it's it's uh, and, and it's proven uh, scientifically proven how yeah. good it is. So it's not even like okay, I'm gonna burn a candle and hope that <laughs> that everything's gonna work out fine. It's it's just scientifically proven, even so. Now. Um... People who are in similar situation like you, is that then for you, the advice that you could give instead of doing something in, in terms of scarcity, because uh, yeah, I have to do something, I'm scared of uh, uh, not getting enough money. Is that the advice that you would give? Slow down and really take the time to reflect. And did, with you, did you say to yourself, I give myself six months or did you set, didn't you, did you set any boundary in terms of time? I hope no. It's just I hope it it won't take six months because I'm actually I'm really curious at what I'm gonna invent or do. So people ask me all the time. So what what is it that you're gonna do? So what you tell me? <laughs> but I hope that um, I will find out, uh, figure it out, 
sooner than later because um, I really, I'm really eager to start my new stuff, uh, yeah. whatever it will maybe. But it, uh, on the other hand, uh, to um, give an answer to your question, um, it's it's actually it depends on the person. Sometimes when you are overwhelmed um, because there's this fear or you have your doubts or you have, you don't know, you can't see the, the wood for the trees, then um, it's good sometimes also to just go in, into action. Just do something, um, whatever. So action might also be a good, uh, a good thing. Um, so action is, is, is good, but on the other hand, don't force yourself into some um, fake plan that you have to follow because this or that manager or guru or whatever said that we should have a schedule and, a, and an agenda and we have to go and we have to hustle and ta 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 uh, because I believe that uh, if you're doing that, and especially if you are feeling the fear and the worry, etc., you're gonna miss the opportunities. Yeah. If you just if you just throw yourself in in too much action, in too much planning, in too much must must must, um, you're gonna miss the opportunities, and you're gonna and you're not gonna see the people who are there waving to you and saying, "Hey, I can help you." You're not gonna see them. And that's a pity because you're going to waste a lot of time, even though you think that you're very busy and doing a lot of things and doing, 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 you're going to waste a lot of time. So can I call it aligned action then? Yeah. It's really what I'm doing right now is really completely different from what I'm used to. So what I'm doing right now is, is for me also new. So I, I really, I'm just telling you what, yeah. I'm doing and I really can't say okay this is the perfect thing to do for you or for you I don't know I'm just experiencing this myself this is how I feel that I have to move forward um, and and I think it's a good way for everybody but I'm not sure I'm not sure yeah. maybe other people are, are better off uh, doing it differently everybody has his own path and his own journey and his own speed of moving ahead. And I think, yeah, you can use somebody else's situation to inspire you and try some things, but you have to do it yourself and you have to yeah, go your own way. Um, so but I think that meditation is a good way to get rid of the, of the fear also, because if you are, acting in in uh, in this scarcity mode or fear this mode of yeah, fear yeah, yeah. then then you're not that that's not good so and that's yeah. i think that meditation helps me also to yeah to be relaxed about this and uh, and to not worry about uh, this. i know my my business partner she's she's completely different i mean she's now all in She's uh, doing lots of stuff, one, uh, lots of uh, webinars and uh, Q&As and blogs and blogs and tick and check. And that's maybe her way of, uh, of, of proceeding and, and, uh, and uh, finding her a new path. What is, what is a dream? What is a, a, a dream? Eh? Something big, something maybe 
yeah, I don't know, you want to play in a in, in Hollywood movie or um, climb the Mount Everest or something? What is it a dream that you want to do or be? Well, I've got this uh, vision, uh, vision board with a lot of stuff on it. I see myself uh, doing a TED talk, maybe. I see myself becoming the next Brandon Bouchard, uh, <laughs> maybe. So these are dreams, we'll see. Um, I wanna enjoy the sun in the Provence more. I, we were going normally now. Uh, <laughs> Corona saw to it that, that was, that's not happening. But yeah, but my dream is, is really, it, it's really stupid actually, it's really, being happy with what I've got and I already live my dream. Um, but then again, you want to grow and you want to still do things in life. So yeah, becoming the next Brandon Bouchard, why not? Okay. As a last closing question, um, is there something that you want to say or express which we did not touch upon in this hour? Oh, we talked a lot uh, about lots of things. Um, I would just say to to the people listening, um, it's, it's actually use my four words too. And uh, if if you live your life with these four words, I'm pretty sure you have a abundant and happy life too. So uh, love the uh, love the people around you. Love everything that you do live in love actually trust that everything's going to be just fine serve serve the people around you serve everybody that you can help and have a lot of fun okay thanks great um where can people find you i mean online of course eh? <laughs> yeah 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 uh, yeah there's no website for the moment so um, or an instagram or something yeah, you've, uh, you can, well, you can reach me. The easiest is Janet uh, Bunas on uh, Facebook or, yeah, Facebook and LinkedIn. Yeah. I've got an Instagram account. I've got several Instagram accounts. Um, I think it's uh, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn are the easiest. Okay, but well, I'm going to put the links below. Okay, great. I want to thank you for the great conversation and thank the you. openness, Hrit. I really enjoyed it and I'm very convinced that this is the first but not the last yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure too <laughs> okay take thank care you. Eh? thank yeah. you eh? bye-bye